Agents Podcast. Welcome to the Lab Code Agents Podcast. This episode is brought to you by the Lab Code Agents Marketing Center. The LCA Marketing Center is designed specifically for the real estate world. It's a design center for marketing that has templates created so you can just plug and play. From flyers, postcards, buyer presentations to open house signs and Instagram posts. Check it out for free for seven days at lcamarketingcenter.com. In today's episode, I had the opportunity to talk to Tanya Eberhardt and Michael Carr about personal brand development. We dive deep into the strategies of brand building and discuss ideas for how to create a strong brand that attracts your ideal customer. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Lab Coat Agents Podcast. And I am Jeff Fitzer, and I am super excited today to have on some guests that I've never met before, that I've never talked to before, and that I don't know much about. So I get the opportunity to truly introduce them and interview them uh, just like you listening and learn all about their product, which is called Brand Face. It looks like this is a book, possibly, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, and also is a, a strategy that they teach. Welcome to the show, Tanya Eberhardt and Michael Carr. Glad to have you. Thank Glad you for having us. Awesome. So let's do this. Let's take one at a time before we get into brand face and, and let, let's let our audience know a little bit about you guys. So let's go ladies first. Tanya, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background in the business, how you got to doing brand face, and uh, then we'll move over to Michael. All right. Well, it's an unconventional story, Jeff. I st- it started out with an Electrolux vacuum cleaner, um, <laughs> which is an odd beginning to a, to a fantastic story. I was selling vacuum cleaners door to door to pay my way through college, Florida State University. And that is really where my own personal experience with personal branding first began. I had to kind of come up with a story at the door. Like, why would they be, even think about opening the door to me? And uh, I did that for three years, paid most of my way through college. And then one day I interviewed at, uh, or I sold a vacuum cleaner to a radio station engineer who said, you know, you really should apply for a sales job in radio. Fast forward 18 years later, I was still in media sales. So the vacuum cleaner launched my media career. And the moment that I got into radio, I realized very quickly uh, the phenomenon that personal branding brought to a business. So I would go to these events and see business owners who were almost treated like rock stars walking into the event. And I thought, who in the world is that? And what are they doing? And I started to watch and they were the ones who were the face and the voice of their business in the local markets. And so I then began to drag some of my own clients into the studio and say, come on in. I'm going to help you cut your own commercials. We're going to be the face of your business, right? And so that really was a common thread that I took with me through 24, 25 years of media experience before Brandface became Brandface. That is fantastic. So selling vacuum cleaners, first of all, is that like selling knives or selling books like Southwestern Consulting? Is it, the, is it a similar kind of concept? It's worse. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? Some of the you best sales people, <laughs> some of the best salespeople in the world are cut from that cloth, and that's the thing they do, which which makes you tougher. It makes you better at what you do, right? Yeah, yeah. To answer your question, it, it is probably a lot like that. I mean, really, you're selling something that people don't get up in the morning and say, "You know what? I'm going to get a new vacuum cleaner today." <laughs> I'm so excited about a new vacuum cleaner. But so you've got to go in and you've got to build that excitement and build that value in it and figure out what is it that's going to make your life easier by having this piece of machinery, right? And it's no different than any other type of sales that we do. I mean, if you can get somebody to let you in their house to demo a vacuum cleaner, which I assume is what you did, did. uh, certainly you can teach people how to win listing appointments, right? Uh, that makes you, hope. <laughs> that makes you the authority in my opinion right there. So that's good. That's very, very good. So, and then, and then fast forward to, to where you are today with, with brand face. And you had said, uh, you help people, you get into a studio, which is speaking my language. So I'm a, a video expert in my market and I have a videographer and shoot tons of video and I'm all about branding. And, and most of the time when I talk to agents about this, or you talk to loan officers about it, they look at you like you have three heads, like 
what are you talking about? You know, I'm going to get on there. I'm going to talk about the latest mortgage program, or I'm going to talk about, you know, my latest listing. But the reality is, is that is extremely boring. It's not differentiating. And I assume you guys do a lot of teaching what, what we just, what I'm just mentioned, right? Uh, yep. I'll, I'll throw an amen at that one. Awesome. Awesome. Well, so before we get into that, let's, let's, uh, let's move over to Michael, who, uh, this is fascinating. I'm looking forward to this story because you're a top selling real estate auctioneer. So that's like somebody who like talks really fast, right? Yes. Yes. All right. We're going to have to, we're going to have to test that on this show. So tell us, tell us about yourself, Michael. Um, I started off as an auctioneer. My dad was in the car business and I didn't want to be in the car business, but I liked the auctions where we bought our stuff. And the the guy that we first talked to about me becoming an auctioneer, I was seven when I decided that's what I wanted to do. You know, you go away, you get a little bit older. But then I got up in high school, I decided that's what I wanted to do. I go back and I talk to this mentor and he becomes a, a mentor to me, helps me get started in that career. And he just offhandedly said, hey, get your real estate license too. somebody might want you to call a farm sale or something like that. And so I did. I researched it a little bit and I thought, you know what? Real estate auctions might be a way to go. And I got my real estate license in 94. And uh, I did that. I called some farm sales and stuff for a few years. And then in 2000, decided I needed my own shingle to be able to have some autonomy to that. But I still only use my real estate license to buy and sell my own portfolio or help a, a friend or a family member, you know, I sort of just on the peripheral. But then in 2006, right at the edge of the mortgage debacle, I got a call uh, from a, a company out of Irvine, California, that wanted to broker a deal in Atlanta. And because I was an auctioneer and a real estate broker, they had contacted me to help them out with that project. And I did. We had a really good sale. And we said, we need to duplicate this. We've got a big problem looming. And landed the Bear Stearns portfolio and ended up what we thought would be a couple of years, maybe three years worth of work, ended up being six or seven. And uh, I ended up licensed in 27 states. I think it was 33 states as an auctioneer and a real estate broker, definitely 27 as a real estate broker. I had an office in Irvine, an office in Seattle, and an office in Atlanta. And it was just crazy, just wide open, you know, just trying to get ahead of this problem. And all, all the while back home, which is Atlanta, the suburbs of, of Atlanta, I live northeast Atlanta, grew up. I, I knew that as we were working ourselves out of this 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 portfolio we were working ourselves out of a job and also I had this portfolio of my own back home that I you know I was trying to keep up and keep going and and then this brokerage and I said well what am I going to do when this work runs out I've got to get back into something and I said well I'll open a brokerage in, in a small town you know just north of where I grew up and I did that uh, and then I realized I started the marketing processes, right? I got website, I got my website up and going. I got all these things that every agent has to deal with or every broker has to deal with. And I contacted a radio station. I started doing some advertising, looked into cable, all those things that you do. And at the first person that I hired as an agent, she said that my marketing was horrendous. Now, Tanya says she didn't use that word, but you know what I mean? Like she made it very clear to me that I, what we were doing was never going to work and we needed help. Uh, but I was a little burnt, you know, and, and thought about that. I'm like, ah, I just don't know. She said, you've got to talk to my niece. Uh, she's in the marketing business. And uh, I put it off and put it off and put it off. And then finally, I did not know that Miss Carolyn was on the back end telling me to call Tanya. She was on the back end telling Tanya to call me. And uh, finally, Tanya called me one day and said, I don't know if you're supposed to be calling me or I'm supposed to be calling you, but I hear you need some help in marketing. And I raked her over to Coles for about two months, just trying to get every sliver of information out of her and her 20 years of marketing and her idea of brand face and, and, and the clients that she had worked with and, and uh, the, the whole while sort of thinking, you know what, this makes a lot of sense. Like, but I didn't let her know that for a long time. And then finally, she just got ill with me and said, you know what? I've answered every question I can. You're going to have to trust me on this. And I did. And Brandface principles in that brokerage launched us. I mean, it really transformed us. We say overnight, everybody in the business knows overnight wasn't overnight. Uh, it was over several nights. But at, within a year, we quadrupled our GCI. Uh, I brought on two more agents. Uh, we've never done it. We've just been up and to the right ever since. Wow. 
and uh, and uh, so that's sort of my background as to how I ended up with so many transactions underneath me, and uh, and have brokered, uh, like I said, in twenty seven different states, still active in twelve. So so that's but, where the marriage began. That is where it began. Yes. Awesome. So it, let me ask you a question real quick before we get into the brand faces is, is was this the social proof that made it take off or Tanya, were you already using this uh, with another brokerage or with yourself or whatever, or was, was, was moving over with Michael? Did that, was that kind of the game changer? Michael was the real estate social proof. Yeah. So I had done this with many clients before I branded companies, I branded individuals and I much prefer branding individuals. And then when Brandface, you know, became that concept and that, that was first conceived, Michael was the first real estate agent that I had worked with utilizing all those Brandface concepts. And so that became the social proof. And then when one day we were, we were real, we were talking about the fact that, you know, this can, the, the branding, personal branding principles apply across any industry. The principles are exactly the same. A few little details here and there obviously are different. But we, we wanted to practice what we preached and we wanted to really hone in on a vertical on a particular niche. And since that was Michael's background and it worked so incredibly well and we both kind of knew it backward and forward, that's when we went into real estate pretty exclusively. Awesome. And a good, good place to be. So, so with that said, where did this concept come from? Obviously, it came from you, Tanya. So tell us, tell us uh, kind of the background, what inspired it, where the name comes from, those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, one day I'm sitting around trying to figure out the name and the, I, I have to tell you, it was just a God moment. The moment that name came out of my mouth, I thought that's it. It's brand face because it says what it is. Your brand, you're the face of your brand, the face of your business. And it all just kind of came together, but it came as a result of doing business over all those years and realizing that there was a common thread. And it also came from my own problem too, Jeff. Like I, I, I was running a company at the time, I co-founded a company called Remerge and we were an integrated marketing company. And we were doing a lot of different things. And then, of course, as Michael said, the big mortgage debacle hit and it affected everybody. We lost half our business literally almost overnight and had to, as a result of that, like many people have experienced that will be listening to this podcast, they have to take on business that they normally might not otherwise take on in a really tough economy and tough times. And so I did. And then the next thing you know, you fast forward a couple, three years and you realize, my goodness, I'm doing business with everybody that walks through the door. Uh, while on the surface, that might sound great. It actually is the kiss of death. You should never do business with everybody that walks through the door because that means you're not special. You're not specialized. You're not differentiating yourself. And so at that moment, I began to see, you know what, what is it that I'm so passionate about that has been the common thread through everything I've done successfully all these years? What, what direction am I going to take this in? And so I thought personal branding is what I've always been so passionate about. It's worked extremely well. I know it like the back of my hand. And that is the direction that I saw. And it was not easy. I sweated a lot. I tossed and turned at night because I knew the moment I made that flip, I was going to lose 70 to 80% of my business again because of narrowing down. But then I knew instinctively, I practiced, I pre preached this all these years. Why would it be any different for me? The more you narrow, the more you focus, the more you differentiate yourself, the greater your business will rise. And it absolutely happened. My business within the next 12 months, it almost quadrupled wow. as a result of narrowing down and going after this one thing. And that's what we do. Awesome. So did you, would you say that you had the foresight for real estate or that just kind of happened upon, it just, just happened? It, it just happened. It was just like my, when Michael came into my life and we started working together and it was like, the, it, it just all came together. And I think a lot of it was his enthusiasm for it. And, and he, he'll jokingly say the secret to his success is doing what I told him to do. Um, <laughs> and I'll, I'll happily take that, but his secret to success really is going all, going all in. 
he really he recognized that it was an, an amazing concept. Uh, personal branding is not a new concept. It's been out there for hundreds of years in one way or another. But the way we did it and the depth at which you know we take things, I think, are a little bit different than the way most people see things. Michael grasped onto it right away. He took the bull by the horns. He ran with it. And then not long after that, I saw, oh, my gosh, this is incredible. I'm thinking about writing Brand Face for Real Estate. Would you be my co author. That was a yes, thank goodness. And then the next question was, hey, this is going even better. Uh, let's become business partners in this. And thank goodness the answer was yes again. Fantastic. This sounds like a this sounds like a legitimate marriage where Michael's just telling you that he owes everything to you. It's like we all should be doing to our to our wives. <laughs> yeah. He does a very good job at that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So all right. So so you you've kind of you've you've planted that seed now. So let's dive in a little bit deeper and tell us exactly what Brandface does for your clients. And then more specifically, you know, Michael, how did how did it help you with your business? And let's dive, let's dive deep in, let's get granular. Uh, to explain it. And, and the one thing I will say is I love how you say this and how the name came around uh, because that's exactly what you're doing. Uh, the, the way I describe it to people is, is you are a media company. You as an individual, as a real estate agent, as a loan officer, you're a media company. You have to look at yourself that way. And if you don't stick, get, out, get outside of your comfort zone, uh, you know, you're, you're never going to differentiate. You're just going to probably be chasing down your friends and family or calling on FISBOs or door knocking or doing this thing, which there, nothing's wrong with that stuff. But if you really want to go to the next level, exactly like Michael said, you've got to go outside the box. And I assume you can teach us exactly how to do that. Yes. So, Michael, what I'll, I'll kind of do the what we do, and then you can tell them how it affected you. But what we do, we do a three-step process, Jeff. It's called define, develop, and display. The very first thing we're going to do is define you as an individual, okay? So that starts with a couple things. Number one, we're going to look at who your ideal customers are. If you try to help everybody, you'll just help yourself right out of business. That's one of our quotes, and it's true. It's, it, it really is trying to be all things to all people will never work. So we start there defining who that is because how do you know what brand to put out there to help you attract who you want to work with unless you first know who you want to work with? So we start there. Then we look at what differentiates you, not just as a professional real estate agent, but as a person, as a human being. On the back of our book, it says people don't do business with a logo. They do business with a person. And, and that is so important in today's world of all the cloud-based things and the, and the iBuyer concepts and all of this kind of stuff. It all eventually comes down to a person, right? And you've got to set yourself apart and differentiate yourself. So a lot of times we start with that, what we call a brand identifier or differentiator or tagline, if you will, and basically, you know, set you, set you apart by saying, I am this or I stand for this. And then we build the brand around that. So once we determine what is that point of differentiation for the agent, then we move into development. Then we develop what that personal brand looks like, the personal brand wrapped around that point of differentiation, everything about what it sounds like or looks like from the brand messaging to the imagery, to the photo shoot, to the logos, to every way that you communicate what sets you apart. Then you have this puzzle piece, this box, this box of puzzle pieces known as branding elements. You've got all the puzzle pieces there. Then we move into the third phase. We're bringing all that together in display. Then we make sure that we display that personal brand correctly and consistently across every single marketing platform that you touch because consistency is key. You've got to set yourself apart. One of the things that's happening in real estate today, the major thing that's happening is you've got a ton of agents entering or re-entering the industry right now. You've also got an, an infinite number of marketing platforms and tools out there to market themselves on. The clash and the bomb explodes when you combine those two. You've got all these agents using all these marketing tools, but they're using them exactly the same way. The same messaging, the same approach. It's basically if you are someone you know wants to buy or sell a home, right? And we, the only way that we have it combating all of that is to differentiate ourselves. Because people tend to, when things aren't going right, they tend to blame the marketing platform, the tool, the system, the coach, or the trainer, right? But let's be fair. It's not the coach or the trainer or the platform's job to differentiate you. 
it's their job to teach you how to use their tools and systems, which work. There's some fantastic coaches, trainers, and platforms out there, and they work. But you've got to set yourself apart first because they can't work exactly the same way for 10 others just like you in the same hour. 100%. 100%. The, the, thing you, the thing that makes – what you just said just made me think about was uh, when, when we teach video, we talk about how you know, every agent says or every real estate professional says, I know I need to do more video. So what do they do? They go out to their open house or they go out to their new listing and they hold their phone right here and they say, hey, it's Jeff. I'm standing out in front of 123 Main Street. And then you get 10 of those in your feed every Saturday and yes. there's no reason why I'm going to stop and watch any of them because none of them differentiate themselves in the first three seconds, right? And uh, that's great. I love it. I love it. So let's, uh, let's, let's move forward. And, and Michael, why don't you tell us about how it had, what impact it had on your business or how it impacted your business? Sure. <clears throat> so I had, at the time I met Tanya, I still had a very active auction division and then we had a construction division and we had that we wanted the, the, the actual arms link transaction brokerage to come back. And so this is 2013. And so, you know, anybody that lived through that, that era, they know that in 2013, you know, we, business was beginning to come back. And especially like I was in Atlanta. So Atlanta's very progressive and fast moving. Um, you know, it's, it's LA of the East nowadays, you know, but more movies are shot in Georgia than they are anywhere else in the United States now. And so that, that didn't hurt that we were positioned in that area, but nobody knew who we were on the arms length transaction side of that. We had never pushed it. I had never pushed it from the time that I had become a broker and had my own company. You know, we did the thing just like anybody else for many years. It was just in the basement of my home. And uh, it wasn't until uh, 2007 or eight that we moved into our own office. But still, it was very auction heavy. And, you know, the staff was just really trying to keep up with what we were doing in conjunction with other companies. And so I knew, though, that, that there was going to come a time when that would come back because I was praying for it just like anybody else. Like I had a portfolio. I needed the values to come back on just like everybody else. And I went through that time period where we could get a listing. But how are you going to get it to appraise? You know, everybody that ever all of us that went through that, we know what we're talking about. And in the midst of all of that, I had three different messages to three different genres of business and three different people that were looking for that. So the first thing that Tanya did when she came in was she did an extensive interview on me like we do for brand faced clients even now. And she found out who I was. She found out what, what, what made me, me, what, what was my specific story? What, what differentiated me as a person because brand face does this. It is, it is the magic part of brand face, right? We dig into what gives you the, your point of differentiation. Everybody has one. We're all individual. And so people might say, well, you know, uh, brand face might work for you because you all had all these transactions underneath you so you can use that. Everybody's got something. It doesn't have to be those transactions. But what she did, the first thing was she brought them all underneath one umbrella. So we had one logo. The construction trucks had the same logo. We call these brand face branding elements, right? And so even the background images became the same. So no matter where it showed up, people began to register how that fed back to Michael Carr and Associates. We had a tagline, anything real estate. She didn't like it at all at first. She's like, no, 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 no. We got to get specific here. That's way too broad. And I'm like, yeah, but look at what we're doing. We touch all kinds of parts and pieces of the real estate business. She said, you know what? We can keep that. We got to change this logo. We got to get this the this, the eighty mile an hour logo. So if somebody's driving down the road, they can see it on a billboard and pick it up like that. You've got this script type of thing, and they don't know what it means. And so she brought a lot of that good common sense and twenty years worth of experience in advertising into that. And then she began to display that, obviously, like she talked about. And then we worked on the consistency of that display message and image. Because she wanted, although I had all of the advertising elements, I had the Facebook page and the Twitter page and the LinkedIn, and I had the, I had the website and all of this. They, they didn't have a consistent message across them. They didn't have a consistency of color or all of those things that are very important to a brand. You know, a lot of people think, hey, I've got a logo. That's a brand. No, that's not a brand. That's a logo. A logo is a part of a brand. It's a part of what you display. But then when they get to your website, 
what are they going to find out about Jeff? Like, are they going to find out, you know, what his family life is like or what his ideals are or who he is or what made him him and what differentiates him from all the other real estate agents? And that began, that began to be a very important centralized part of the message so, because we know that seventy-five percent of the people that are that are going to look for houses or look for an agent, they've already looked you up online. They've already done a little bit of background before they ever pick up the phone and talk to you. And and then the most important thing that came out of all of that was Tanya taught me. I said, well, you know, I'm sort of known in town. It's a small town, and we've got less than ten thousand people in this town. Although that's exploding, you know, even by the second. They, um, I said, a lot of people know who I am right here. And she, and, and she said, yeah, but if you walk into a restaurant and there's three other realtors, you know, how do they know what you stand for? I mean, there's Jeff, the realtor, there's Tanya, the realtor, there's Michael, the realtor, right? What she said, what you want people to know is what, what makes you different. That's the realtor that, oh, that's Michael, the realtor that. And then if they can finish that sentence for you, you've already set yourself one grade ahead of all the other realtors you know we all you know hey i'm a realtor if you know anybody wants to buy or sell a house can you let me know right and and when, once you put a brand to that once you differentiate yourself then it's different when you can say hey i'm Teresa stark the home navigator you know what makes me that and then they're engaging you in a question what makes you the home navigator well i help people and find the waterway lifestyle in Fort Lauderdale you know and then it automatically has separated her from every other real estate agent and so that was that was with us. She said, "Your personal tag brand, tagline's got to be America's top seller real estate auctioneer." Why? Because I've brokered more real estate than any other individual broker in probably history. It was just that I got caught up in that particular moment. I had spent twenty years doing my craft, and that craft led me to an opportunity in in time. But how? But but that doesn't help Jeff figure out why he wants to do business with Mike. That just needs to be the leverage to send them to Michael Carr and Associates, anything real estate, they find the vertical that they fit in and the acumen is the same. They know exactly how we can help them. And that way, when my agents call up people, they can say, hey, I'm with Michael Carr and Associates. And one of the, and we knew that that began to work when people came into my office and said, hey, you know, I'm from Tampa, Florida, and I'm looking for a home here in the, in the, in the area. And I passed your sign and I saw you're anything real estate. Surely you could help me. And then, and then we knew, okay, this is, this is beginning to work, right? And then we would get people call us from California and they'd say, hey, we're, we're moving into the area and we looked you up online and we see that you're anything real estate. And, you know, I read your story about how you became an auctioneer and you just look like a, a, a neat person to work with. We'd like for you to help us find them. Well, absolutely, let's get you started. And it began, that whole storyline began to weave together to, 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 to point us towards the people that we wanted to do business with. And then we were able to take that, all of that shotgun approach advertising and begin to narrow it in to seek out the ideal customer. We wanted to get that, that, uh, that solicitation from, and, uh, and, and we continue to hone that every day. Cause that's just a part of running a business is figuring out what is work, what do you like and how can I get more of it? Sure. And I have a couple questions. So, you you mentioned that you're, you're kind of like channeling an agent's brand, right, into a specialty, so they're not broad. Do you ever find anybody that says, well, crap, I don't want to be pigeonholed? Uh, so, for example, you know, I'm here in, in the St. Louis market, and most real estate agents, it's, it's, a, it's a small, big market, right? Uh, and, and a lot of agents you hear them say all the time is, well, I'll go anywhere in St. Louis because it's not like L.A. It's not like a lot of big cities where there's traffic. It takes two and a half hours to get somewhere. I can get anywhere in less than an hour. So I don't want to be pigeonholed to just a certain area of, of a city. Uh, how do you overcome that objection from an agent when, when you're working with them? We hear that all the time uh, in the beginning. And then we ease their fears very quickly, you know, very early on by saying that our goal is not to box you in. Our goal is to help you find that gold vein, right? And so, and very rarely do we ever really brand someone based on a geographic area or a customer type. Those things, those are things that come as a tactical part of the marketing. 
right? But a lot of times we we brand people on their attributes or their characteristics or or something that would set them apart from everybody else in a way that's going to draw in the kind of people that they want to work with. Because a geography area, your geographic area could change. Let's say, what if, what if you're focusing really hard on these four communities and all of a sudden they sell out and, and there isn't as much business right now as there is. And then you're kind of really locked into that geographic area. What if you say you only want to deal with people who buy condos and condos max out or they stop selling like they were? You got to be careful of those things. So our job is not to box them in, it's to figure out very cleverly right where they fit and how they want to accomplish drawing in exactly the right people. It's as different as the person, which is why uh, which is why we look very carefully at each individual and even each city. If we look in some in some cities, you can go super narrow, right? You're in New York, you're in LA, you can go super narrow in, into a target demographic if you want to. And, and there's so much business in that demographic alone, you'll never be able to keep up with it all. If you got it all, it would be too much. Right. But in a smaller market, like you said, a small, big market, you, you've got to be careful about those things. You don't want to go too narrow. So we look at all that. We really do take all that into consideration. But a lot of what we do is helping people market on their attributes or things that they want to be known for that will reach a broader scale. But within their brand messaging, they can narrow down as time goes by and even tweak here and there something that falls within that that broader brand identifier. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Michael, did you have something to add to that? Well, yeah, you know, we tell people all the time, you know, agents, and you no doubt run into it all the time, that, you know, you cannot, it's very hard to calculate the cost of confusion. And I talk to a lot of agents, you know, we interview at least two to four agents every week to, to, to see if they're a fit to come on board with us. I find that a lot of times they're confused about it. Like they don't really know a direction. They need a need a focus to be able to go on. So like I tell them, if you're in a geographical area where you're like, I'll go anywhere. I'm looking for business. I'm starving to death. If a guy wants me to drive 45 minutes to go sell his house, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to turn that down. We agree with it a thousand percent. Look, you got to do it. You know, I had an agent years back told me I, I sent him a lead and he goes, I, I can't take this lead. And I went, why not? And he said, it's more than 15 miles from my driveway. And some professional told me not to do any business further than 15 miles from my driveway. And I'm like, yeah, but you have no listings. Like, so, <laughs> go, go, please, uh, you know, go West young man. And, you know, you've got to do what it takes to run your business. And, but what you want to do in the future, when you start with that focus is take those opportunities as they come but you don't want to advertise for that. Like, you know, I have a specific market. Like I said, I live in a city with 10,000 people. Now the peripheral of the area that I work in is I'm just north of Gwinnett, which has been the fastest growing county in the United States four times in the past 20 years. So we work a lot in that northern Gwinnett market, right? And so while when we became an expert in the area that I'm in right now, and we figured out what would work. I still advertise in a, as far out as I can reach, right? But I've been doing it long enough now that I'm focused about it. I know what advertising to reach so I can create another pod in that area. And I tell agents all the time, you know, they're like, well, I sent out 10,000 cards and nobody called me back. And I'm like, I know, because you sent out about 9,000 too many. Like you got to find an area where they know you in that area until they can say that is the agent that you haven't really reached the people with your message. And that's what Brandface helps to do is so we tell people, look, take that business wherever you can get it, but then target towards the business you want. And that business should be within a certain radius of your office, whether your office is in your house or whether you work out of a broker's office, you want to pick those areas. Because like Tanya said, they're hot pockets, you know, for the most part, anywhere in Atlanta and the 13, 14 metro counties, you can look, we got an average days on market of less than 25, but I can show you pockets where it's over 150, right? Inside of that, right? Well, we don't really want to be doing a whole lot there because there's not a lot going on. So you, it's, it's all about running your business and Brandface helped you to figure that out. Take all this business 
and then take the money from this business and work on this business. So then this business comes to you on a, on a, an attractive basis. Gotcha. So, so to, to give the, the audience some context, let's, let's use Tristan Ahumada as an example. Everybody knows Tristan, right? He, he founded LabCode Agents. He is a, an agent out of Malibu, right? In LA. And, but he doesn't necessarily, he doesn't, he doesn't necessarily put that out there, right? And he doesn't, he doesn't label himself as Malibu, but he labels himself as luxury. So I guess that's the, where he stays in that lane, but at the same token, that could take him anywhere in LA or anywhere in the state of California, but he labels himself a luxury. So then he's hopefully attracting the audience that he wants, but yet he'll still take that $200,000 shanty, uh, right? Uh, is that the, is that the general, same general concept? So in other words, Tristan's doing a good job. Tristan, if you're listening, good job. Yeah, absolutely. What what we would like to say is it, developing this well-honed brand doesn't, let's say if you're going after luxury, it doesn't mean you never again sell um, a condo in a, you know, a, a $500,000 condo in a $1.5 million market. It just means you don't waste your time, money, or marketing efforts going after that $500,000 condo. You're going after the 1.5 mil and that's where you want to place all of your focus, Right because you're going to get those other opportunities as just an extension of doing business through referrals, through people you know, you know, all of those things. So put your focus where you want the outcome to be. And over time, you will absolutely see that more and more and more of your customers moving forward will be within that ideal customer range. Gotcha. So uh, with all of that said, can you guys give a couple of examples of agents that you've branded? And, and what, uh, what they've seen, what the results are from what, the, what, what you guys have done with them? Yeah, yeah. I'll let Michael finish with Teresa's story um, here in just a moment and tell a little bit more of that background. But we also, um, uh, let's see, I'll, I'll go with one, one that, uh, that um, it, uh, was just on a webinar last week again and headed out to cut a video about her brand. But her name is Kathy White. She's actually in Whistler, British Columbia. And Kathy, uh, in the Whist in Whistler area, the average home price there is about 1.5 million. We have agents in our program with the average, you know, home price being 150,000 all the way up to, you know, five to 10 million. But in her market, it's 1.5 million, and it is known for they're known for their ski resorts and a very active outdoor lifestyle in Whistler. So when we first started working with Kathy, she is a cyclist. She's a downhill skier. She's even a pilot. She also trains real estate agents and has done it for many years. And when we started digging into who her ideal customers were, they were mostly investors. Well, why were they investing? You got to ask that why about a dozen times before you drill down to the bottom of the well, right? So why are they looking in this area? Well, it's the lifestyle, plain and simple. And without taking you through every single step of the process, Kathy's brand identifier is lifestyle locator. So Kathy is Whistler's lifestyle locator, and she's working with, with investors or second home buyers in that area whose sole purpose for buying is that lifestyle. And when they sell, guess what they have to sell? They have to work with an agent who knows how to sell that lifestyle to another buyer. So it, it became such a great fit for Kathy, and she's so embraced it. When she did her photo shoot, she even did it in her ski suit with skis thrown over her shoulder, walking down the sidewalk, right? So she really kind of got into that brand. And when I look at that imagery for her brand, it's like, that is so cool. It's so different from anything else. She is the lifestyle locator. She is espousing that lifestyle. She's on the tourism board, you name it. So that's one example of, of one of our agents. That's fantastic. I'd like to meet her. We'll yeah. arrange that. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Give, give me another one. Uh, Teresa Stark's the other one. I mentioned her earlier. Uh, Teresa's down in the Fort Lauderdale area, and her her and her husband uh, are com competition fisher people, right? And, uh, and in fact, she even does it with in the ladies' side, and then of course they do it as the co-eds, and and then he does the men. A lot of the men's side, they love it. And uh, but but she understood all of the uh, that water lifestyle, you know, that uh, that oceanfront or the intercoastal waterways, and this was this has been her her market the whole time, but she just felt like she didn't stand out. Beautiful woman. Uh, she photogenic as she can be. And she had some, she was sort of like me. She had them, some decent marketing, had some great ideas, was putting some stuff out there, but it wasn't 
totally developed. It, we, it, she didn't have it like all sewed up in a neat little bundle. And so obviously we helped her do that. And she's um, the home navigator. And we sort of just played upon the fact that, you know, they know how to navigate because they're big competition fisher people, right? They, uh, it's big competitions too. And so, so we thought, okay, this would be perfect because number one, they live in that lifestyle. They know that lifestyle. And then she specifically sells in that lifestyle and it has worked so well for her. She's a part of a, of a group that has three brokers and all three of the brokers refer to her as the lifestyle, as the home navigator, and then also send her business because of it. And uh, she was like, I remember she called us up. She was so excited. She goes, you know what? She said, I just got some uh, the extra. And that we're talking about, I don't know how many people was in her uh, our office. Do you remember, Tanya, how many people was in that office? But I mean, it's a large brokerage. We're talking dozens, if not a hundred agents. And, and yet within three weeks of using her brand, her brokers were sending her uh, her, you know, specific leads as the home navigator and not only sending them to her, but introducing her that way. And, and so and now it has caught on to the point that even her coworkers and people will refer to her that way. And once you begin to see that kind of recognition, then it, there's it, it tentacles forever. There's no, no, there's no end of where it will go because other people are carrying her message now. I love it. So it, it sounds to me like you guys are taking, you, you know, so you, let's say you get a client, right? And they come to you, you figure out what are on in a way, like what do they do for their hobbies? What do they do in their personal life that can then correlate to their business? And then we're going to make that your brand. Is that, am I reading that correctly? That's dead on. It's dead yeah. on. And you know, it, you know, what's amazing about it, uh, honestly, is our favorite part of doing that and helping people is when we pull in all of those things that make them unique and special, because it doesn't matter. We've had people just got in the real estate business come to us. We've had people that have been in the real estate business for 10 years come to us, 20 years and say, I need to do something fresh. I need to do something different. I'm worried about the disruptors in the business and the big, the big red fins and stuff like that. Hey, you know, I'm doing the Zillow thing and I'm not standing out. I'm, I'm things that I used to do are not working. What is that going to make a difference? All the way down to people that are just now getting started. And what's most amazing for us is when we take all of those elements, because Tanya did this for me, right? And, and I was amazed at it. We see ourselves as individuals from the inside out. Right. And like Tanya, somebody, one of our friends said, it's hard to read the label from inside the jar. And, and that's the way all humans are. Right. So we're running a business that is a personal business. Uh, it's our face that people are going to see, uh, whether it was just like through digital, like we're doing now. And, and, and that we're going to recognize that. We're going to remember that. We've been studying psychological studies forever. have said, you know, even babies have facial recognition immediately. It's something that is inside who we are. But then when we look, when we see ourselves, you know, we're looking out like this. And the only recognition we have is that in the mirror. And what we have done, when we take all of those things that make somebody different, and we create it into a bio that says this is what their life has been, a snapshot of their life up until this point, and why you want to do business with them. We have had more people cry about that than people that haven't. We haven't ever had anybody that wasn't like, that's me. And, it, and it, we're amazed by that every time because we're like, yeah, you filled out the questionnaire. This is you. It's just that we as human beings, we're not putting all that together. That's not our job. You know, our life experiences and stuff, we think, well, that's just something I survived or that's something that's great that happened to me. And with Brandface, we're able to take all of those things and say, no, that's what makes you unique. Now you need to take that message out to your customers and your clients so they can see how special you are. And you attract those people just by the law of attraction alone. Birds of a feather flock together. We didn't invent that saying. It's been around forever. And the minute you capsulize that and then display it, then all those other people that are just like you are beginning to be attracted to you. They become your raving fans. They do. Yes. Yes. I, I love it. I love it. And this this is great because this is – this. Actually, you guys are giving me a whole hell of a lot of ideas for uh, for something that I present on, which, is, which I call social media dominance. And, and I want to ask you the question about – one of the objections you always hear from people when it comes to doing video or, or, or creating more media is, I don't know what to talk about, or I don't know what content. I don't have enough content. But the reality is you have the content already. You just don't realize it. So whatever it is you're into, 
maybe it's one or two things. It's, you know, it's your kids, it's your pets, it's your cooking, it's, it's fitness, it's fashion, whatever it is, just do more of it, display more of it, put more of it out there and make it your identity to where you now have something to talk about when you go to networking events, you become known for it. It's, I mean, I, I hate to, to simplify it and say it's that simple, but in a way it is, but yet so many people struggle with this, right? And, th and they need people like you guys, people like Brandface, companies like Brandface to help them identify it and then channel it and, 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 and create a business plan for it. So with, with that said, take, take, uh, take our listeners down, down the road of, so it sounds to me like obviously you've taken, we, we gave two examples, right? And you identified their brand and what do you do next? Do you, do you, uh, do you, do you go out and do some billboards? Do you do some, uh, do you, do you do mail out to, do you farm to neighborhoods? Do you, uh, create Facebook groups or social media groups? What do you do from there? Okay. That's a, that's a great question. That can be as different as the individual and the market they're in, but most importantly, the ideal customers. So you got to look at where your ideal customers are consuming media, where, where they're spending their time, how they like to be communicated with, right? So for instance, in some markets, we have agents who are using the newspaper extremely well. The newspaper, because why? Their ideal customers are probably mostly baby boomers. And they still read that daily newspaper or even the weekly community newspapers. What's, their what's the newspaper again? There you go. See, there you go. There you go. That is exactly why I started with that, that one. Another, and in other instances, your ideal customers may be on Facebook a lot, or they may be, may be on Instagram. And so you've got to figure out where are they spending a lot of their time? Where, how are we focusing on this? How can we pop in there with a message of context? You don't want to disrupt that with a message that just comes out of nowhere. You want to put in there a message that's just going to speak to them, their lifestyles, their concerns. I love what you said about people running out of content, by the way, because we hear that all the time. It's like, how can you possibly run out of content? Because every single thing you do can relate back to what you do every day. Like Michael and I went a few weeks ago to the Bourbon Trail, Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Now, of course, we didn't go to the Kentucky Bourbon Trail for branding. We went for bourbon, right? <laughs> so, but we found that the first, the very first day we knew, oh my gosh, this is incredible. So we do our own um, uh, webcast uh, called Fearless Friday, where we teach real estate agents how to uh, take the fear out of putting themselves out there because that's another issue we have, right? And so one of the things we we looked at each other at the Bourbon Trail and we said we've got to do this. So we did an episode called Bourbon and Branding because what we learned from those distilleries and the genius ideas they put into how they branded themselves and how they not just branded the company but how the individuals who founded and worked at those companies today are woven through the very essence of what that company stands for. So it was personal branding into a huge distillery and making people feel like they're sitting there having that drink with, you know, with Jim Beam's founders. So it's, it, it's just an awesome concept. Content is everywhere you look if you just start thinking that way. One of the easiest ways to start thinking that way is to define yourself so you know in what vein to think so that you can be, better recognize that. 100%, 100%. I, I tease that I just got married uh, last year, a year ago, January, and then we had a baby and I've, we have grown kids actually, or separately. And then we just had a baby. Uh, she's five months today, actually. And I, and when, when we found out she was pregnant, I said, you better believe I am going to use the hell out of this in my branding <laughs> because everybody loves a baby. So of course now I'm, uh, I'm, I'm taking advantage of that. Well, congratulations, first of all, on both the marriage and the baby. Thank so, you. You. And you're so right. It, we connect on personal issues. Like we can go speak somewhere and I will talk about the fact that I'm from a small town in Georgia called Dawsonville. Dawsonville is the moonshine capital of the world and known for beginning the, where NASCAR got its start. <laughs> and my own grandfather was a moonshiner. My whole dad, that, that's my dad's side of the family. They were all moonshiners. So once in a while, I'll mention that during our talks. When we get to the end of the talk, sometimes we'll say, okay, how, what, what do you guys remember about us today? And almost exclusively, most people will say something about vacuum cleaners or moonshine to me. <laughs> it's nothing about branding. You know, that's because that's how people connect with you. It's that personal side. Yeah. 
Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So let, let's let's uh, let's talk about um, the ideal client, the ideal real estate agent. Is there one? In terms of our program, well, we have two different programs that we do. We have a self-guided online course that actually will be debuting here in just a few weeks, two or three weeks. So that one will be a little bit different of an ideal because that can be anybody across the spectrum. We've worked with everybody across the spectrum. What we have found that most our ideal customer for our workshop where we are, where, where that's basically done with you kind of a brand. We, we dig in, Michael and I and our team of people take them through every single step, hold their hand all the way through it. Mostly what we find in that group is those are people who have been in real estate for a little while. They've kind of honed their skills. They're not the people we really worry about sitting down face to face with a customer because they know what sets them apart. But what they haven't done is develop this brand that precedes them or a brand that they can set up a follow-up system with either, right? So there's three phases to that customer acquisition. There's that prospecting phase where they don't know you, you don't know them most likely. There's the engagement phase. You start talking with them, you engage with them in some way. We don't worry about our guys during that. They're professionals. They're, they're dealing with business and they're setting themselves apart and by demonstrating what makes them different in real estate. But they still don't have that strong, solid brand to go out ahead of them so they can work smarter, not harder. And they don't have that strong, solid brand to keep out in front of people that aren't ready to make a decision today. So, so all of those things combined, you know, that, I would say ideal customer for the workshop portion of what we do, where we walk them through step by step. That'd be somebody who's been in it for a few years and just has kind of come to the part where they're really frustrated and they say, I know I've got to do something to stand apart. I just don't know how to differentiate myself. I really don't have that knowledge in me. And that would be the person that, that would be best suited for that. So if I heard you correctly, you've got two different options. You're, so you're rolling out. It's kind of a classroom or, or a group type training, correct? Right, right. It, it is an online course, a self-guided online course, and we'll we'll have an we'll have a Facebook a dedicated Facebook group to that for answering questions and engaging with people in that course. And then there is uh, an eight-week workshop that we offer as well for people who want handheld through the whole thing, and they really want us to dig in and help brand them. The course was the course is basically after doing it for so many years, we realized not everybody could come in at that workshop level. They just didn't have that investment right now. They weren't quite ready for it. So we decided to come up with something a, a step-by-step, really detailed course, taking them through basically looking over our shoulder and seeing exactly what we're doing with everybody. Awesome. So they can start to do it themselves. Absolutely. So, so a little bit more a, a simplified version for, or for different levels, basically, based on where someone yeah. is in their career. Exactly. Awesome. awesome. So, so in other words, there is an option for someone who wants one-on-one, um, and there's also, also an option for someone who's, who's going to get into a group. Now, are all of these live? Are they working with you guys, or is some of it recorded, or how does that work? So it's a mixture. So, so uh, when we do the workshop, for instance, I think that's what you're, you're speaking of. It's a mixture of four different ways that we deliver that workshop. Uh, number one, we deliver it with one-on-one -on -one sessions. They'll have a series of sessions directly with me and Michael. We're digging in and we're helping them figure all of this out and piece the piece the parts of it together. The second thing is they will um, they will have access to what we call Brand Face Academy where we put some uh, pre-recorded training in there. So it kind of preps them and gets them to the part where they, they'll, they'll answer, they'll watch a couple of instructional videos, answer some questions, send us those answers. We do our magic on the back end. Then we come to that one-on-one -on -one meeting and we say, here it is. Let's work through this together, fine tune it, move on to the next thing. So it's an eight phase process that happens very rapidly. And then we also have a Facebook group, a dedicated uh, private Facebook group for only people in that workshop so we can collaborate. The networking that happens in that group is fantastic. There have been lots of referrals in the group and such a mass like cheerleaders. They're brand face. We call them our family. They're our brand face family. These people are some of the most incredible people I've had the pleasure to meet, period. And then finally, um, we also, for those people in the workshop, we do a live webinar every Wednesday, every week for just those folks. And that way, that's the group setting where they can all come together and collaborate and share ideas. We just finished one last week, and a guy in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, had done a, a really cool 
uh, buyer guide piece all infused with his new brand and he shared it and one of our agents in Phoenix emailed me and said hey I didn't get a chance to be there live but I watched the recording of the webinar can you send me Carl's stuff will he allow me to look at his his uh, his uh, ebook piece and so we connected them together Carl not only sent him that he sent him the seller guide to and then Scott out in Phoenix sent him some information in return so these guys are all collaborating they're all on the same page it's all a win-win-win situation. It is just beautiful. That sounds like it's worth its weight in gold right there alone. Just, just the collaboration piece. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's a beautiful thing to see. I can't tell you how blessed we both feel to be part of this community of people. They're incredible. That's awesome. And, and another thing I've, I've taken from this is that your clients are coming from everywhere, all the way from Canada down yeah. to the, the West Coast, to the East Coast, probably everywhere, right? So you don't have to be local, which is local for both of you, Atlanta, the Atlanta the metro? I'm in Columbus, Ohio. Michael's in the Atlanta area. Okay, right on. Awesome. You're, you're a Seminole originally, yeah. uh, but now, you've, uh, now you're a Buckeye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would say well, I'm not that big a college football fan. I, I enjoy the Buckeyes very much. Uh, I'm more of a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Don't know. You know it, it's just the way it ended up. I love my Steelers. But awesome. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah, we've got clients all over the place and our team is actually across about six different countries too. Awesome. Well, as you, you mentioned a team. Oh, I only know the two of you. How big yeah. is the team? Uh, we have, what do we have, like eight, nine members now, I believe. We, we just added a, another couple. What we, have, uh, we have them uh, all, across the, uh, all across the world from social media to uh, client support specialists that help guide our clients through every part of the workshop, making sure that nothing falls through the cracks. We've got the system sewn up pretty tight and some incredible talent to help us execute this. Michael and I remain at the helm of it, and, and we, uh, we are... Are out. We are the faces of brand face, I guess. We're the brand faces of brand face, uh, but but we have an incredible team of people to help us. It's fantastic, awesome. So uh, let's talk about what. Uh, so let's just say somebody's listening and they're super interested in this. How do they get a hold of you? What are the next steps? Okay, brandfacerealestate.com is just where you're going to get some great basic information about who we are, what we do, and you can kind of guide and we'll it'll lead you from there. Um, brandfacerealestate.com brandfacerealestate.com and then also if you would uh, uh, if you would like to discuss your brand with us and just talk about it see where you are now tell us where you want to be we'll talk about how what we can do to get you where you deserve to be you can go to discussyourbrand.com discussyourbrand.com and that'll actually pull up a calendar that you can get on our calendar and hop on the phone with one of us and and we'll we'll figure out exactly what it's going to take. Awesome. And all of these all of these links will be in our show notes so make sure you check that out. And if and did I hear you correctly that the this these sessions uh, to discuss your brand that's free, right? Well, yes, those are those are absolutely all free. Plus, when you get into the website, you can sign up for Fearless Friday alerts, too. So we do a Fearless Friday webcast, and that's a lot of fantastic in-depth content uh, where we really and bourbon and branding is just one of them. <laughs> and that was a pretty fascinating episode, by the way. But you can go to fearlessfridayalerts.com and get on the alert list for that. And that way, whenever an episode is coming up, we'll alert you. We That's try to do them every Friday, but we, with travel schedules, we don't always get to. Certainly, certainly, certainly. That's fantastic. And, and, and if you know anything about Lab Code Agents, obviously, it's all coming from a place of contribution. That's that's kind of our mojo. That's what we do. It's just to give back. And, um, you know, obviously, there's there's there are businesses, there are CRMs, there are platforms where people are selling something. But at the end of the day, uh, first and foremost, we want to give to them first. And I love that you guys do that in your business because it's so important for any potential client is to, to, you know, to vet it and, and to learn what it's about and get a taste of it. And the fact that you're doing that on your Friday calls, I think that's great. And, and we highly recommend uh, our, our listeners checking this out because I do believe that most real estate agents, the vast majority of them do not have an identity. And at the very least, uh, collaborating with people like yourselves, professionals, experts like yourselves to find that identity. It sounds simple, but I bet if you took a room of 100 real estate agents and said, let's get five minutes, think about it, tell me what your identity, they'd still struggle with it. They would still need someone's expertise to push them over the, over the hump, wouldn't you say? Oh, I would agree with that 100%. 
Yeah, I, I think that, that that is my my example for Brandface. You know, I had I had a whole lot of great ideas. I really did, but I didn't have them linear, and I didn't have them focused, and I didn't have them. I didn't have a right message, um, and um, she pulled that in for me. Brandface made that difference. That's awesome. That is that is fantastic. So, you know, I don't know if you guys realize this, but we're already an hour into this. So that's how great this conversation has been. Sometimes that happens. And usually that's a really good podcast. Um, so I, I thank you guys again. And can you one more time, let's give them both of the websites uh, where they can go to. And then if there's any other contact information that they can get a hold of you guys, please share that now as well. You got it. Brandfacerealestate.com to learn about Brandface, everything we do. And then if you want to discuss your specific brand, see what it's going to take to get you where you deserve to be, discussyourbrand.com gets you right to our calendar. Book a spot. We'll talk about it and see what it's going to take, guys. Fantastic. This has been absolutely awesome. Tanya, Michael, it's been great to meet you guys. And, and you know what I, I failed to mention earlier? Was that uh, you know we had a we do uh, one day events right we have a Labcode Agents has a has a big live event which is coming up in San Diego in June uh, it's June 18 and 19 but then also we do one day events so we were just in Atlanta uh, in March actually we had about 150 real estate agents in the room it was awesome a uh, full day of just uh, collaboration and sharing and strategies and and it was really great Michael I wish I had known you then because we would have definitely had you out yes I would have worked that out awesome awesome well now that we know you I think that we're gonna have to go ahead. I was just going to say, now we'll do it for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? We do a variety of things on Lab Code Agents. So obviously this is our podcast medium, but, but we do live webinars. We have shows. Um, so we would love to have you guys on again. I really appreciate your time today. And uh, we're really looking forward to um, uh, of continuing this relationship together and collaborating together and watching, uh, watching you guys grow. This has been fantastic. Uh, Jeff, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you, you so much. You yeah. betcha. Yeah, we, we've been looking at what you guys do for a long time, and we appreciate what you give back to the community. Anything you need from us, let us know. Awesome. Awesome. You guys have a great one. Thank you, you too. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Lab Coat Agents Podcast. If you like what you hear, share it with friends and hit subscribe to get notification of all future episodes. Agents Podcasts.